Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper. Welcome to Exploring Missions, as today we look at what God's doing really around the world through a ministry that's touching lives, uh, adults and children, families, uh, equipping churches to do discipleship. It's an exciting program today, and I think it's something that you've been introduced to, but maybe not know the whole story. So we're going to try to fill in that story today. And with us today, we have two guests, and uh, it is Dana Williams. Dana, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. And you're you're with Operation Christmas Child. That's right. A part of Samaritan's Purse. That's right. Operation Christmas Child, as you guys well know and have, like you said, been introduced to throughout the year, uh, is a project of Samaritan's Purse. And through, so through a simple shoebox gift, we take that shoebox and fill it with gift items, toys, hygiene items, school supplies, and send that in the name of Jesus to children so that they will know that they are loved, they're not forgotten. And this brings the true message of Christmas, the the love and the forgiveness and the relationship opportunity that we find in Jesus, God's Son. I've been in many, many churches, and I want to share with you, very, very few of them do not participate in Operation Christmas Child. And it's across all denominations, all sizes. I am in all states. Yes. It's, it's one of the most amazing uh, ministries that God has raised up in the last generation. Right. And I think people are really realizing not only is this a place where we can come together as a unified body of Christ, uh, but it's it's a way that we call it a gospel opportunity. Yes. This is so much more than just gifts in a shoebox, right? This is the opportunity to open the door uh, with much prayer to the heart of a child and, and have that opportunity to let them know uh, this is a tangible expression of God's love. This gift, just like it's free and there's no strings attached and we're just offering this shoebox gift to you, God has a gift for you, you know, and there are the local partners, the local ministry partners, the pastors, the teachers, they're the ones who know the children in their community. And so that's why in our model, we work through that local body of Christ to deliver that message of hope. That's connections. You know, that's what AFR does. We, you know, we connect with ministries like Operation Christmas Child to, to reach others. And here you guys connect with the local churches in the countries to connect them, because if we tried to do it on our own, it would be an impossible task. Right. And, you know, it's not so very, so very impressive how the Lord has knit his people together internationally. There are national leadership teams in the countries where we operate who establish strategic ministry plans that they carry out year-round, and they are constantly growing and, and developing the program in their country, working with uh, local ministry partners like we've talked about, identifying those areas of opportunity where the gospel can go forward in new ways, in new places, and in oftentimes very hard-to-reach places. Well, as the shoebox gives the gospel opportunity, there's also a ministry for discipleship for those who have come to Christ through Operation Christmas Child Shoebox Ministry, and it's called The Greatest Journey. That's right. And so, that's, that's an exciting part of discipleship yeah, sure. because 
it's not just convert conversions, it's disciples that he said, go and make disciples, don't go and make converts, you know, <laughs> and, and it's a little deeper. And so the greatest journey is that discipleship ministry. That's right. So after the child receives a shoebox gift, he or she has the opportunity to come back. They're invited. We want you to come back. We want you to come back. And we want to we want to talk with you. We want to share with you more about God's love for you. Because like you said, many of them do make the decision to follow Jesus uh, when they receive that shoebox gift and they're shared uh, the gospel message. However, not everyone decides right then and there. They need right. an opportunity to really grow and to learn and to be able to make that firm commitment. And that's where the discipleship opportunity comes in through the greatest journey. Come back and experience these 12 lessons with this local teacher who we've trained and we've equipped with this curriculum that is beautiful. That's what the greatest journey is about is these 12 lessons that then oftentimes expands far beyond that, uh, beyond the 12 lessons and beyond the timeline of whatever it took to complete those 12 lessons into long-term relationships. And so uh, that's why we're also just so excited to share with you from Gina's experience today. She's a former Greatest Journey teacher. And so she knows firsthand what it's like to, to have children that she grew just to love and to really know their stories, to know their families. Well, let's introduce Gina. Uh, yeah. We said we had two guests, but I wanted to concentrate on the big picture. <laughs> but now we want to zero in on, on the Greatest Journey. Introduce Gina to the audience, oh, please. It would Dana. be my pleasure. Gina Paredes was nine years old um, when she and her brother and, and their single mother uh, moved t- from the shoreline to the mountains of Colombia, South America. And so a local church took them in. This local church, you know, provided housing. They arranged uh, work for her mother. And by the age of 13, Gina had started teaching children. She just, she knew this was what God had called her to do. And I'm sure she'll want to share a lot more about that. Uh, But later, uh, we partnered with her. Operation Christmas Child was able to deliver shoebox gifts to the children in her community. She became a teacher of the Greatest Journey Discipleship Program with the shoebox recipients in her town. And she provided the children the opportunity just to grow and to learn in their faith with God and to, to make that commitment for themselves. And so she really has witnessed this, this power of God to really transform lives, to transform the children, to transform their families and, uh, and the communities through the simple gift and through this program. Gina, thank you for being with us. Hola, everybody. Um, <laughs> just so thankful to be able to share with people my testimony and what the Lord is doing in Colombia through this ministry. Amen. Well, tell us a little bit about your journey, nine years old to 13 years old. You were kind of displaced at nine years old when you call it displaced and you had to move, correct? Yes. Uh, Mainly uh, our country was having a, a civil war. Lots of violence and scarcity was happening by the time I was born. And when I was nine years old, my dad was kidnapped uh, by these armies, uh, communist people. Mm. And uh, he never returned my dad, even when we had to uh, sell everything we had so we could give them the money they were asking. But my dad never returned again. So my mom decided uh, that we should just move and find another place to live and start again. And that was your mom and your brother and yourself. My brother. Was yes. your brother older or younger than you? He's five years older than me. Than you. And you guys moved from where you were and relocated to a new place. Yes. And what was difficult and hard, God turned it into something good. Isn't that <laughs> yes. amazing? Did it he is do amazing. That? Did that, did he did that for you? He did, yeah. The, this situation just brought us close to him. 
because my mom realized that that without God we could we could do anything. So she lost she lost her husband, and she didn't want to lose her her kids. So she said, "I just need God to help me." And she found a church, and and we start learning about Jesus, and we commit our lives for uh, to Him and to to minister people too. And at 13, you started teaching again? <laughs> okay, uh, 13-year-old teaching. Yes, uh, yes. That's exciting. Uh, did, tell us about that <laughs> process as well. Well, um, I was attending the Sunday school classes in this church. I was amazed for all the stories they were telling me I haven't heard before. And I was just asking questions, and, and I was uh, um, enjoying it so much that when I was 13, like after four or five years uh, later, I said, um, I think I want to be a teacher too. I think I can teach that because I always was ahead of all other kids. I was, I was memorizing the verse very quick and I was telling others what I was learning. And I told the, the teachers one day, do you think I can be a teacher? I can teach the, the, the younger kids and, and help you? And, and they, they say, yes, absolutely. You will help us, and we will we will equip you, and you'll be a teacher, and I start being a teacher. <laughs> well, how did Operation Christmas Child enter into this process? I mean, there had to be a connection. We've talked about connections, Dana. How so? Here's God working in Colombia, and He's connecting right. this girl, who young lady, who is willing, has experienced the grace of God in her life, and and now you connect with Operation Christmas Child. Yes, well, my life was transformed by the gospel. And as I told you, I started teaching really young because I wanted other lives to be impacted too. I wanted other kids in my same situation or worse than my situation to know him and have hope in their lives. So when it was uh, 2013 and the church I was attending and I was helping with the um, children ministry, we are not offering courses. We we did not have how to provide to the kids the material for the lessons. We uh, did not have how to give them the refreshments we were giving them every week. We had four Bible clubs around the city, and it was a lot of kids. And our church was small, and the country was having a transition between war and peace, and the economic situation was just terrible and we just start praying we say lord this is our this is your mission we are your instruments we want to continue doing this but it's so hard without the resources those kids need need you but we do not have how to go and give them what they need and within a week we we had an answer from for our prayers we received information about operation christmas child through a brochure a person uh, gave us a brochure, and we went to this meeting, and they, they told us about this ministry and how we could partner with them. And the best thing is that we didn't have to pay for the materials and for the gospel opportunities, the shoeboxes. Wow. That's awesome. Here we have, we have the people that are ready, volunteers, but not the resources. Mm-hmm. And Operation Christmas Child connects those people with the resources by which to carry out the Great Commission. Uh, That's the way God works. And honestly, in Columbia or wherever you are, that's the whole idea. You need those volunteers, those people who are willing, 
and then the resources to do so. And when God puts them together, great things happen. What's been the result of that? You you started teaching, and the, it's a 12-week course. Did they teach you how to teach? Uh, I know mm-hmm. you had already been teaching, but did they uh, disciple you in teaching as well? Yes. Uh, there, are, there are some trainings before you start the program. Um, first of all, they explain to you what's the objective of the shoebox. That is not just a gift. That is not just a, a Christmas party. That is uh, an opportunity to reach more kids in, in our in our countries. And after you understand that, they they explain you about the discipleship book. They tell you, well, now it's time for you to know that the gospel opportunity is, does not end there. You need now to keep following this and make disciples. And the material, it has 12 lessons, and they explain you the structure of the lessons, how to do it better, um, how to um, reach more children, how to pray for them every week, every single week in the book. The the lesson says, this is what you're going to be praying for your kids before the lesson. And it's wonderful how they they train you to do your, your best for the kids. 12 weeks, we found out 12 weeks, basically three months Mm -hmm. and intensive memorizing scripture, learning scripture, uh, you know, applying scripture to that. And many of these children come to Christ because of this, right? Yes, they do. Um, uh, In my case, we start with 25 kids. And by the graduation time, we had 12 kids. So there were many kids uh, doing the program. But not all of them at the end um, receive the certificate and the and the Bible because some of them do not go again or something happened. Right. So uh, what happened is that around fifty percent in in Colombia because um, because of the situation in their families, sometimes the kids just um, don't go anymore. But those fifty percent are so much appreciated mm-hmm. and loved. With those that. Uh, graduate and and there I understand there's a graduation is that right Dana a graduation mm-hmm. well, for them of course there is a, you know that's a beautiful celebration and what an accomplishment and um, I I just think something that Gina had just said really stuck out to me that 50% she said there is a portion in the lessons where they the children are encouraged to write down the names of those who they are going to then go and share with I mean, they're developing their own strategy on how they are going to become evangelists and their friends and family. So this is is creating uh, an opportunity for, for children with their faith, the faith like a child. We always talk about this, yeah. just the powerful faith of a child. They have, they, they're equipped, and they, they know these stories, and they come to know Jesus for themselves, and then they have names of people in their own lives that they are committing to go out and share with. So the multiplication of that is so uh, powerful. I actually just had a, a quick stat that I thought was just so impressive uh, just to praise God for a second about what's happening through this program. We know that every 16 seconds, a child becomes a follower of Jesus during the greatest journey. Wow. And that means there's about 5,248 children accepting Christ because of the greatest journey daily. And so I could give you some a lot bigger numbers that I start I start being <laughs> unable to digest. Yeah, because the when numbers, the numbers get bigger than that, I can't really yeah, keep up with stats, all of it. <laughs> stats, listen, um, when I think amazing. of that biblically, I think of the sowing of the seed. You know, when you sow the seed, some landed on hard yes. ground and just lay there. Some took root, but it was in thin soil and would 
fall away, and then some would be coming overtaken by by the weeds and every. But 25% of those would bring fruit. I want to just tell you, 50% is amazing. That's not a negative, guys. That is a positive. When you look at the ones that came to Jesus, 10, only one came back to thank him. And when you have a 50% ratio of completion, that is amazing. Yes. And uh, and so I praise God for that. So after they finish this 12-week course, is there? Uh, we talked about the graduation and the you know, the YouTube that I saw says, so this is the only graduation that some of these children will ever experience. So it's a big deal, and it's a big celebration, isn't it? Well, they've invested so much time and so much effort and dedication, and now to have this certificate of completion with their name on it and to have a, a New Testament, a fully colorfully illustrated— So they get a New Testament. Yes, at graduation, they're going to get a New Testament in their own language, and it's just co- full of colorful illustrations. It's perfect for a child to just captivate yeah. them as they learn more and more for themselves. And, of course, they're going to share that with their family. You know, we're going to have cap and gown ceremony, and do you know who all comes to the <laughs> to the celebration? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, it's everyone's <laughs> coming to the celebration. You're going to have family and friends, and uh, one person likes to talk about how they're all hanging hanging in the windows watching. Everyone yeah. was gathered around at, at, an, at a particular event that my friend recounts. Um, so that is always just, I just see that. And I think, Lord, what are you doing with the multiplication of this in this community? You know, yeah. through this investment from somebody like Gina who said, yes, I will teach, you know, and the children who said, yes, I will faithfully come. Um, Gina it poured her heart and soul into these certificates uh, <laughs> that for her children. Yes, I was telling Dan, Dana that... Um, the idea of the certificate is not just a paper, the gift and a paper. Um, the, the, this certificate says you are a disciple of Jesus. So I said, I think this paper needs something like a frame so yeah. they can put it on the wall and see it actually every day and remind yes. them. So I, myself, I, I, I made a, a, hand, a handmade um, frame, yes. a colorful frame, and I told them, Please put this on the wall and please, please remember who are you now and who are you following now. And, and that, that's wonderful how they, they receive that. And actually, they decorate their, their, their own bedrooms with that. So it's wonderful. Going through the, the greatest <laughs> journey, looking at the lessons that are taught, I mean, they are life-changing lessons concerning discipleship multiplication, caring for others, growing in your faith. Uh, do you have a favorite lesson, two or three <laughs> lessons that, that are important? I mean, that's like me. I'm a preacher. So I got three or four sermons. Uh, we call them <laughs> sugar sticks. You know, we, we love to preach these messages because usually it, it's personal. And is any of those lessons that way for you, Gina? Yeah, my favorite lesson is the lesson number four is uh, children are important to Jesus. I, I, I experienced that. I was a kid. I was struggling. I had a difficult situation, but he cared for me, and he saved me because I was important for him. And then he helped me to go and tell others that they were important for him. And I can't think about any other place in the world that you can actually see uh, in in a in a book that says that God cares for children, I don't I haven't seen any book in in the world that says God cares for children, and and I can see that in my life and 
It's, it's a really important lesson for me, number four. Just think about Jesus. When those children were coming to him, those disciples said, well, we need to push them back and let these adults have have first row. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, no, bring those children to me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. And and the priority Jesus put on children and, and females while he was here. I mean, the world, he, he changed the world and he changes lives, and he has changed your life. As as you've seen these children, um, you stayed there several. How many years in Columbia did you teach uh, the Greatest Journey? How many years, or how many how many lessons did you teach here in the? Process? It was a period from 2013 to 2017 last year. Oh wow! So mm-hmm. you had that many. Would you teach a twelve uh, one a year, or was it sometimes you repeat that more than one time a year? The twelve lesson, uh, the greatest journey. Well, we start with the greatest journey, but actually, the teacher guide trains you to do your own lessons after that. Wow! So after the graduation, we don't say goodbye. Yeah. No, we continue with these kids, and then the girls grow, 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 grow. Well, I wanted to ask this, and uh, this is a question that maybe you and Dana both can connected with a local church there, like in Columbia. The, the church and the Operation Christmas Child work together in this discipleship program, and so they have a local church to be a part of. Is it, does it work that way? Yes. Um, actually, we teach the children to come to Jesus, to learn about Jesus and have a relationship with him, but also that attending a church is a way to have a relationship with Jesus because, you know, other believers and we encourage them to to find the, the church that is convenient for them, like close to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, inside the, the greatest journey, you have cards that they can take, and is it kind of they have them before them, and and they can learn those uh, lessons. How does that work, Dana? Right. So when a child goes to the greatest journey, they receive their very own workbook. And in that workbook is a sheet that has perforated lines on these little squares that you can tear off after each lesson. And so every single lesson, there's a little, probably a two-inch by two-inch card, roughly, that on one side, it has a a memory verse. And on the other side, it has a, a picture, a fully colorful, illustrated picture. And that allows the child to take that home and to really share with those people they've committed to share with for their challenge that week. You know, hey, here's the challenge. We want you to go home and share with your family, with your friends, what you learned today. Share with them the story. Share with them the verse. And so that's a great reminder and a great take-home tool that they can use. And so, of course, that's always that prompt that you can – it's always nice to have something that reminds you throughout the week to be faithful to what you've committed to. I'm actually flipping through the uh, the book right now, and I'm thinking about – you mentioned how just how important children were to Jesus and how – and even uh, how he fo- seemed to focus on women to sort of establish them and, and, and the culture, how it was so countercultural to really honor women as Jesus did. And there is a brand new lesson in The Greatest Journey that we've recently implemented to really uh, bring that out and focus on that. And some of these cultures where we're operating, it's still very uncommon to honor women the way that Jesus did. And so lesson number eight says, stay close to Jesus, grow in the gospel. And it says, Jesus wants to be in relationship with us. Spend time with him every day. And so the story background really focuses on Mary and Martha 
and re- really focuses on their encounters with Jesus and just really unpacks that for children Amen. in a way that they can understand. So uh, I love that lesson. I, I love, love that there's an opportunity now you yeah. know, to, to make that real. The Lord's word, you know, is it's timeless, right? It's living, right. it's timeless, it's always applicable. And so there's this amazing opportunity even today to bring this into the lives of the children where we're serving. Earlier this year, uh, AFR had a promotion day uh, for those that could contribute the $6 to The Greatest Journey. Uh, This is the weekend before Christmas. Uh, People can still be a part of that by going to a website, can they not? You know what? It is never too late. This Amen. is a year-round project. <laughs> it's a year-round project. And you know, the best way to do that is just to visit our website. It's SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. What you're looking for on the drop-down menus at the top is something called The Greatest Journey. Once you make your way there, you can just read all about that, and you'll have the opportunity to support that. It's very simple. It is $6 for a child. Maybe the Lord's calling you to send children through for $60. You know, maybe he's calling you to do more. But think about that one child that's going to go through and be equipped with a workbook in their language. They will treasure and the opportunity to have a relationship with someone like Gina who has chosen to love them and has chosen to walk through the journey with them of learning who God is, who he is to them in their life, and how he can share them with with their friends and family. So. It's a wonderful opportunity. So simple year to round. get involved. Year, year round. round. <laughs> yes. One more thing. I was, the 50% that do not make it, do any of them come back to a, a 12-week program or after you start it and do not complete it, does it mean you're off? Or if it was because of maybe you know illness or sickness, is there a possibility that they could go through the processes and complete that? Well, I'm going to talk from my experience with the kids I was the majority of the kids that did not come again were about 14 and older than that. We open our doors for everyone, but these, these kids are teenagers. Right. So for them, it's difficult to choose to be there instead of being with, with some friends and doing stuff like that. But I see them on the streets. They know me. They recognize me. So I usually um, go and tell them, hey, what, well, you don't have uh, yeah. come yet, but it's okay. I just came to say hello to you, and whenever you want to go, it's, uh, we, we're welcoming you, and let me pray for you, and stuff like that. I mean, I cannot force them to come, but I go and, and reach Amen. them and, and still pray for them. Let me say, Jesus left the 99 and went after the one sheep mm. that, that was lost, and that reminds me. Do those that drop out keep the notebooks? They keep their notebooks. But see, God has that ongoing. And mm-hmm. I, I wanted, I mean, 50% is amazing. I just want you to know that, to have that kind of completion rate. But even with them getting that notebook and it has the Word of God in it, it shows them what they can do, uh, it's still a ministry and of evangelism and discipleship uh, yes. because. That is just so real. We want to thank you guys for being with us today. It's been a great, great time. Oh, it's been our joy. Thank you so much for the opportunity. God bless you. And I want you to give that website again. And uh, right now, you know, it's it's right before Christmas. Uh, People miss that special day on AFR. And they say, oh, yes, I meant to do something. Now, this is reminding them again that they can still do it. Yeah, just go to SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. So that's SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC and look for The Greatest Journey. Dana, thank you for being with us. 
Thank you so much. Gina, thank you for being with us. Gracias. You've been listening to Exploring Missions, and we pray that God would use you to take the gospel around the world or across the street. Do it this Christmas season, and I think you'll be blessed.